Bop, bop, bop. Bop, bop, Good bop, day, bop. sir. Good day. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome back, everybody, to Chasing Chips Podcast. I'm happy for y'all to be here. Y'all already know what it is. You're tuned in. So you know who we're talking. You know, it's Charles right here talking. Well, I'm here with the homie. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We out here. So we, you know. Um, it's late night. I'm in the uh, Midwest, so it's a little later out here. So in the morning, I'm not smoking and drinking, but at night, when we do our night episodes, you can indulge a little bit, you know? Yeah, for sure. I feel like there's a little bit different type of energy at night, though. Like in the morning, man, I'm still like waking up because for me, as much yeah. as later with you there, that you may have be a little bit more saucier, you know what I'm saying? But I am a little bit more awake with our yeah. later episodes because the morning time I'll be still waking up because then I have yeah. to wake up at 5 30 in the morning. You're yeah, that's good early. And you don't drink coffee, which is wild. So I don't drink coffee. Then and then I have to I have an energy drink. Shout out to Celsius if you want to sponsor. Uh um, so that was the energy drink I drink, and so it's it's really tough. To take an energy drink at five thirty in the morning when you really ain't got nothing else to do till like later in the day. So I'm like, what am I yeah. supposed to spend this energy doing? You're gonna be getting on a train. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but your boys, the Suns, just go. took out the Toronto Raptors. You know, that that's a that's a good win. I guess they shouldn't have been that difficult as y'all made it seem. But I mean, no, is that it? Are you done? I mean, damn. can we get a win? I mean, yeah, I think uh, you're right. We shouldn't have even really competed with this team. Toronto's not that good. Uh, Siakam is a good player. Uh, OG's good. Uh, Chris Boucher, uh, he, he's really good, too. He's long. and like They're tall. Um, but, they, man, Siakam gets me because he uh, yells out every time he drives to the basket. That's mm. boring. That's just one little flaw of Siakam that always gets me, always irks me. He mm. just is always screaming when he gets to the basket, even if no one touches him. He'll do a Euro step and no one touches him and he'll still be screaming. Uh, hey, whatever. Um, it's just annoying. But I will say that it was a dirty win. We shouldn't have won. Uh, I don't know what was going on. They were out rebound, rebounding us a lot. And Devin Booker, man, he's been off. He's only shooting the last three games. He's shooting like thirty percent. Mm. It was ugly today. So uh, I was talking to uh, one of my coworkers. You know, Nick said like the, with the Suns, they just randomly—you never know who's going to have a good team. I mean, a good game. You know, like you guys almost don't have a defiant star player. And how you guys are playing right now, and how you're talking—that's. What I've been saying to you since Christmas, remember when I said, man, Devin Booker, Christmas Day should have been incredible to show he's right. a superstar. And again, he isn't doing that. Oh, come on. I would say that he's still averaging, what, like 22, 23? Uh, and he's doing – he's playing well. He's a little inconsistent. And, yeah, that is slightly – Why? I don't know. I mean, everyone has the right to have some off games every once in a while. But why is he averaging? No, for me, it's why is he averaging 22 points? Let's see what he's actually averaging. No, I think you're right. I think it's actually more than that. 20, what, three? I think Devin Booker should be in the 26 to 29 range. He's 23.6. Come on. 
I mean, yeah, the man had three off games. I will admit what's going on. Uh, we have the right to ask that. But I, it is unanimous that he's our star player. And Chris oh. Paul is the leader. Mm-hmm. He's the vet. Um, but Dem Booker is our scorer. And we're good enough to where Dem Booker can have three bad games. You know? So we're good. But I will admit, I wish it wasn't such an, a rocky, inconsistent ride sometimes. Uh, DA as well is kind of a question mark. I don't know if it's a combination of us not trusting him and feeding him more than we should or like he's just hesitant with the ball down low or he doesn't want to shoot the ball as much. I don't know. Did Monty say something to him? It's just weird. Like I, I feel like he can get so many more field goal attempts mm-hmm. being so big and dominant down there. Uh, I don't understand why he doesn't shoot the ball more. But whatever. We won. It was a dirty one. Who y'all got next? Who we got next? Probably some scrubs. I'm just playing. Everybody scrubs to y'all. Uh, Pacers, which will be a tough game as well if they're all intact. <laughs> yeah. If they're all intact. Who knows with Pacers, man? You don't know what you did. You just They're going to play hard. But you just yeah. never know when it'll all just be gone. <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing I want to talk about with the Suns real quick is that there's this whole question mark on whether or not Jay Crowder should start over Cam Johnson. And Jay Crowder had a great game. He's our leading scorer today. And he's the reason why we won the game. One of the main reasons why we won mm. the game. And – you're such a big Jake. Crowder I just fan. want to make it clear that that doesn't change a goddamn thing. All right. <laughs> I still think Cam Johnson, when he gets back from his little ankle injury, or you know, he he was in the night before, and he shouldn't have been in. Monty should have took him off. We were getting blown out, mm-hmm. and he was still in, and he got hurt like the last play or something. And he'll be all right, but still, Monty did fess up, and he was like, you know, that's a mistake that I made. My bad. That's why Monty's great because he takes ownership. Um, but back to the Crowder thing. Sit that man. Let Cam Johnson start in his position. We gotta give Cam Johnson more minutes, dude. The guy's shooting forty four percent from three right now. It's insane, bro. You don't ever not gonna have happen. that man come off. Not, it's not gonna happen. I might just keep saying this to you. It's not gonna happen. They're not gonna put him in the starting lineup. Might as well just get used to it. It's Let Jay Crowder do his thing. Hopefully, he's on his last time his contract. That's probably what it is. And they're gonna let him ride out. I don't think he's gonna be there next year. I think Jay Crowder. This is last year on the Suns, um, and then he'll be gone. So just, just I don't like just, it. You're just gonna have to deal with him for the rest of the year, my guy. Just, just, just rock out with him. And it's just like how I'm doing with. What just happened with the Clippers? You know what I'm saying? We we got, we, we Chris Haynes. You know what I'm saying? On the when Clippers on the main stage, even though we uh, kind of made that game very very difficult, announced that Kawhi is on his way of getting back on the court with us. And if we make the playoffs, which I've been telling to you over multiple episodes, is that when Kawhi, I've been watching, I've been hearing. You know, I got you know, I got a little insight into Clipperdom. Okay, and, and okay. people were saying he was ready. He's getting ready. He's prepping. He's ready he's or he's getting ready. ready. He's getting he's ready. ready. He's. I'm sorry. He's I'm ready. sorry. I'm sorry. He's getting ready. You know, what I'm saying all we got to do is make the playoffs, and he will step in. 
Okay. And I think he's just going to be lights out. I mean, ah, man, he is a machine. He is a machine. Can he just like stop playing for how long? It's been a year and then just come back like Clay Thompson. I guess so. I mean, Clay came back in a year, and but then injured his ankle Achilles. Two years, that's, that's what people don't understand. He was ready to come back, and then messed up his Achilles, and then he yeah. sat him out another year. You know what I'm saying? So is it risking Most, rushing Kawhi back? Is it worth think, it? Do you guys think that you're winning the championship this year with Kawhi on the team? Kawhi believes this team is a championship caliber team when it's fully healthy and he understands that if he comes back and PG comes back and oh, so PG all, comes back and 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 everybody's experience of them playing without them for the most of the season will help us in the playoffs. I believe and I'm gonna keep saying this I believe we are a third or fourth seed fully healthy. Second season, if you know what I'm saying, I feel like we're one of the best teams in the West, fully have one of the best teams in the NBA, period, fully healthy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. We can beat the Jazz. I mean, okay. We can, I, we can beat the Jazz. We can beat the Suns. We can beat the Warriors. Whoa. I, we can be fully healthy. We can beat all of y'all. Not even, it's not even, if we see, if we make the playoffs, and I'm going to say this again, if we make the playoffs. You went from like. Why? If we make the playoffs. Not the plan. If we make the playoffs, I honestly, I feel like if we make the playoffs and not, even though I, I'm cool with the plan, we make the plan. I'm not gonna talk about the plan. Skip that. If we make the playoffs, forget the plan. That means I'm talking about we already won in the plan and we're in the playoffs. Mm. If we are seventh, and we see y'all in the first round, you will catch it now. You will lose, bro. You're wild. <laughs> You think you think Paul George and Kawhi's like first series back from injuries, they're just gonna like beat the Suns, who you're gonna be in first or second place in the West, and we're fully healthy and thriving. You think you guys are just gonna wake up one day and just like all of a sudden beat us because Kawhi wants to come back? That's my belief. That's I'm sticking to it. Okay. I mean, lucky for you, lucky for you, that's probably not going to happen anyway. So you guys aren't going to make the playoff. So I just don't want you to lose your money whenever, if that were to happen, say Kawhi and Paul George do come back and then they end up playing stun somehow in the playoffs. I think you're in trouble. At the end of the day, I've been working on not working. I don't want to do a lot of hindsight. I'm a big guy right now in my life where I don't want to do any hindsight. I want to say what I feel, do what I feel. So this is what I feel. I feel we fully healthy. We can beat anybody. That's how I feel. And that's how I get confidence. Yes, yes. Unfortunately, we have to move on to this ridiculousness. Clipper Daryl this week. And, you know, I love Clipper Daryl. Clipper Daryl is a great guy. But yeah, like I can't look past what you sent out, my guy. You sent out this this tweet to saying how you missed Donald Sterling. No one has talked about Donald Sterling in a positive light ever. And for you to say you missed Donald Sterling, now, 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 Baron Davis did what every other Clipper fan did for us, and everybody ran. Mm. And he's like, "You, we always miss the ones that hate us the most." You know, talking about Don Sterling Post, just one more dance master. And it just and he got really, really raw and thing. 
And I'm not gonna mention all the other stuff. Called him a Baron Dave. Called him a baboon. A sellout. All types uh. of tickets. LA don't love you. F out of here. F your stinking suit. It was really wow. bored. He went crazy. Baron Davis just looked like it's honestly like blacked out on him. And for me, I I couldn't believe what I when I was scrolling on Twitter and I saw it, I was like, he's tripping. Why would he? Yeah, he can't show himself. He can't be at a Clipper game anytime soon. He got to take some time off because the fans that like like me that been with Clipper Daryl went yeah. with those times. I've talked Clipper Daryl many times. I've met him many a time. I have pictures I can probably pull up of him. With him, for him to do that, I was like, "Come on, bro." No, I mean, oh, I understand. I understand your transition from when Don Sterling was gone to when you, with the new reign, uh, Balmer, you didn't have the smoothest transition. They didn't welcome you, you know what I'm saying, as well as you wanted to be welcomed. You wanted Balmers to come in and give you tickets and tickets and tickets and tickets like Donald Sterling was doing. Donald Sterling turned you, we didn't have mascots, so he turned kind of Clipper Daryl into the kind of like gimmick for Clipper games. Who is know? a Clipper's mascot? Now it's the uh, bird. It's a... You got like a pelican or something, right? Pelican. No, it's, it's a... Like a flamingo. Uh, like a fruity loop kind of... Uh, yeah. Con- Chuck the condor. Condor. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's like the sun. You can invite up the parties too, uh, but um, but yeah, check the condor. But at the end of the day, like for me, I was like, bro, you, that was not what you needed to be doing right now. It's not a good thing. Who owned? He owned the uh, Sterling owned the company for thirty three years. New owner shouldn't Damn, have been even. It just was really bad, and then on his part. And I don't want to spend too much time. But at the end of the day, Clippers stay afloat. We're four and six in the last ten games. We get to the playoffs. We're fully healthy. Kawhi come back. PG come back. We're coming for that number one spot. We win the whole thing. You heard it here first. Charles Dixon. Yes, I am I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I'm one of the people. Go read the book, Secret. I'm a positive person. I'm a positive energy in there, man. Cup is half full. Wait, wasn't that a scam? Secret, the book? No, it's not a scam. It's a, it's, I, I didn't do all that. I, I watched I, the documentary. It's corny as shit. It was corny, but I enjoyed it. I, it made me think. Hey, right, that documentary changed that. my life. That documentary changed that. my life. It made me start Stop thinking it. positive. It did. Stop it. It helped me always project positive energy, and you I get. Mean, back I get to it to a certain degree, but I think that that movie had a lot of weird, corny ass scenes that were oh, too yeah, much the production. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. the production. I, I, mean, I get the mindset, but I'm talking about secret. Specifically, I yeah, I think yeah, it was that I this funny thing? I don't really remember the uh, the, uh, the the movie as much as I would do the book. I read the book twice, okay, before I even watched. I didn't even before I discovered there was a movie, and I don't yeah. think I went into the because I was a college student at the time when I read it, so I don't think I went into the extras that were involved. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if it was a scam, after fact, and all that extra stuff, maybe. I just read the book. I was too okay. broke to. I was too broke at the time to indulge in anything extra, any extra, any subscriptions or anything like that. You yeah, know what that's funny. That's funny. When Netflix yeah. gets to not yeah. be a part of the ordinary budget, dog. You know, now can you imagine not having how, a Netflix account? Did you pay for your Netflix account when you when Netflix just started? No. No. 
He probably just started paying for it now. To rent the DVDs and stuff. Remember that? Yeah, and we were we were living in a house, so we really weren't paying for them. I remember those. I used to get the. How many did y'all get though? Did you? I get mean, the- it took so long to check out with those things. You had to like select it, and then it would like spit out, but it always take forever. So I mean, I'm getting maybe two movies max. Oh, you talking about going to the the uh... back in the day? But did you get the mail? Oh, the mail. Yeah, I, I used to I get did the mail. I get yeah. We've been I we've been with Netflix that long. Like oh, I'm thinking family. Redbox. I'm thinking fucking. Oh, you're thinking you're thinking Redbox. Yeah, yeah. I, I still do. <laughs> I still do Redbox. That's still a thing. Yes, it's still a thing. The Vons over here by the house. I do Redbox. I do Redbox. What? Why do you do Redbox? Does it like come before? Like does it does it get released? Do certain movies get released on Redbox before? Redbox is now before. Redbox would still be behind a little bit from like on demand. The thing about Redbox, and I'm gonna dip into me being frugal, Redbox is cheaper. And they used to send me all these discounts, and you can buy one, get one free, or 50% cheaper than what? For like 50 cents. I can get like a new oh, movie. Cheaper than like Netflix or no on demand. Hulu. On demand, you on rent demand. a movie for what 48 hours for what eight dollars or something like yeah, that. That's, yeah, that shit is ridiculous. And but you can go to Redbox and rent a movie on a deep Blu-ray for a dollar fifty. I'm gonna go get the dollar fifty. I'm not gonna be lazy just because I can stay in my house. I'm gonna just the bonds is a minute up the street. I'm gonna drive up there. Some now you can you can type it in online. Make sure you save it in your mm. in your. You can buy it already. All you gotta do is go over there, type in your G- Gmail and your password. It pops right out. Yeah, that's wild. See, my whole thing is like there's so much content out there in the world. And just in general, just like with, uh, yeah, YouTube, you got Netflix, Hulu, HBO. There's almost so many things that like no movie nowadays is worth seeing like as quickly as possible. There's always like another movie personally. I mean, I, I really want to see that Spider-Man movie, but I still haven't oh, like gone to see it. Oh, so good. I'll watch it eventually. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. But I think for me, I, I, I think for me, the thing is what it's the people around me that push me to watch movies. Mm when they need to when they're out you know certain movies yeah. where i know it's me like it's like i like it and no one else likes it or it's like something i want to see then i take my time to see that at the right time but like spider-man where i'm everybody wants to have marvel's just one of those things where everybody wants to have a conversation you're in a group chat that somebody wants to have the conversation so they're like has everybody seen Marvel? has everybody seen spider-man has everybody mm-hmm. seen it i want to talk about it and i was like look you guys I want, i'm gonna go see it this week da, 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 and i'm gonna go see it but like movies like dune who I, I could have watched is. Dune is was on HBO Max. I started watching it at home, and I'm a I'm 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 a sound like I'm a I'm a bourgeois bougie sound guy. Mm. If if I I can't be if I walk into your house and you ain't got a sound bar and you're listening to the sound from the TV, I don't want you. He's judging you. He's judging you. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm judging you. I'm playing, sorry. Playing hits from their phone, dude. You don't do that <laughs> Bro, I can't. I'm sorry. Yeah. I've reached a point in my life. I can't play music from my phone. I can't listen to TV from the TV. Like, hmm. I have to have a surround sound. Like, I have to have a system. I have to feel the bass. Dang, you bougie. And 
Yes. And Dune, I was listening, watching at home. I turned it off for 10 minutes. I was like, I can't watch. This looks so good. And it sounds, looks like it sounds, so, it won a Golden Glow for sound engineer. Like it won for the sound of the movie. That's how incredible. I went to go to 4DX to watch it by myself in the middle of the day. Damn. That, is that movie like three hours long? Two and hours and some change. Yeah, it's like almost three hours long. And Dude. that was just part one. There's a part two. And you're just sitting in the middle of the theater by yourself. Not, by eight, it was like four people. In the day. You and like blazed. a grandma. Yep. Blaze in the middle of the day. Just hanging out. Hanging out. Sitting there like this. Up That's wild. <laughs> Uh, uh, hit up Foshe, tell him he can come on in. Uh, check oh, yeah, we got Foshe. We got Foshe on with us today. Um, big old Minnesota, uh, Timberwolves fan. He's gonna come in, check in with us, and tell us what's popping with the Minnesota Timberwolves to see how they're doing. And I mean, they're right now, they're what seventh in uh, the West, yeah, they're uh. They've been doing twenty. They're eighth. Yeah. They're eighth in the West. They're eighth. Yeah. Um. Oh, seventh Denver. Um. No, seventh is the Lakers. Really, man. Oh, day. Yeah. I, I, I must. I think they're gonna pass the Lakers. I watched the standings. I must have looked at the standings a long time ago. Damn. And then where are the Clippers? The Clippers are nine. Ninth. <laughs> I really looked at this. Would the standings just change? Oh, no, it just it changes every game. I know. You James. know that, right? Yes, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, see the last time. So before you get uh, the last time I looked at them, the Clippers were eighth. So yeah, y'all ain't anymore. No, we are not in the ninth. Dang, we are in the playoffs. We're in the play. Kawhi, Kawhi, see you next year. <laughs> we're in the play. In what are you talking about? Oh my God, you ain't we're not out of the playoffs. You ain't, you you ain't not like the playing anyone in the playing. You said what? How it currently sits, you guys will not beat anyone in the playing. I think the Kings can beat y'all in the playing. We 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 will play the Blazers first if it's right. No, the now. Blazers ain't. And we're beating the Blazers. And then we will have to be the winner. They'll play the losers of the Lakers Timberwolves. I yeah. feel we can beat right now. Our team can beat both those teams, even though we Lakers beat Charlotte. The Timberwolves been whooping our ass. I'm writing that down. The Timberwolves been whooping our ass. We like one and four against the Timberwolves. So I mean one and one and two. Okay. So let's say that. And then the one win we had twenty. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just noting in my noggin right now. But with the Lakers, um, everybody's hoping for the Lakers to make a trade. You know what I'm saying? And we'll they get to that. What? We'll get we'll get to that later. But Ugh, it's frustrating. Do you think? And you posed the question to me. Do you think these young cats in the NBA respect LeBron like he used to be respected like four years ago? Because you were talking about the chatter. Mm, yeah. The Memphis Grizzlies were um, kind of talking shit to LeBron James, and you don't see that very often with. Uh, players in the NBA that aren't his age. And I, I don't know. I just feel like it's something that is a interesting topic of conversation. You know, do the young bloods have the same respect for LeBron James as his, uh, you know, his generation of players? Uh, and I don't, I don't think they do. I mean, 
these young kids, like they, they're next up, you know, and they know it and they're confident. You got to be, basketball is all about confidence. You know, you coming into the league, you think you're the best. John Morant and the Grizzlies, they're all very young and they're dangerous and they're really good and talented. So, and the Lakers are not. So, I mean, it's just, (laughs) this is an opportunity. I feel like a lot of these uh, young bloods, they don't have the same sort of values. And I don't say that in like a good or like a bad way. It's just like, it's different. They're just like, they're hungry. They're young. They don't know, you know, all that had happened before. I mean, Anthony Edwards didn't, doesn't even really watch basketball. You know, he said on his mm. interviews before, like he, he watches other sports, you know? So it's just funny. What up, dog? Wow. Uh, what a, uh, what an intro. Right. Perfect. <laughs> What's up? So funny. Hey, what's we're talking about uh, some of these Memphis. All right, so we're talking about the Memphis Grizzlies and how. Wait, 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 wait. Mm -hmm. I just want to make sure everybody know who just jumped in. Foshe just jumped in. (laughs) He's with us right now, chasing chips. Welcome, brother. Happy to have you on the show. Yes, sir. Uh, the podcast and all that stuff. You know, just quick intro for you. You know, tell us about what you got popping. What's the what the podcast you got? What's the name of where people can find it? Of off top, and then we're gonna get right into it. Yeah, well, thank you guys for having me. Uh, very excited to be here and talk about Timberwolves and just NBA in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm Fauche. Uh, I have my own podcast, Going Off Topic Podcast. Um, so you can check that out. Just going off topic, pretty simple. We talk about uh, pop culture and some some fun stuff, but just uh, not your usual stuff. So like we did one recently, NBA topic. We did uh, NBA Jam today. Uh, what mm-hmm. team would win? Uh, yeah, so yeah. that's the kind of stuff you can find you know we, we did a will smith uh would you if you were stuck on a deserted island would you want the music or the movies uh so we look at some different some pop culture stuff but different oh angles God. so if you're looking at oh something fun gosh. check check that out going off topic that's that's oh. the, that's the podcast i'm gonna go yeah, with movies. <laughs> yeah i think that the consensus was movies but uh i i took uh i took the music i love i love all the music but you know you can't go wrong either way dugan do, who do. was on the podcast gotta, the nuggets guy he, he's 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 kind of the co-host so him and i do it together i need dj mm. jazzy jeff on the island too though like i'm a big will smith and dj jazzy jeff mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, dj jazzy jeff my favorite dj um but yeah that's i would need both of them like i like will's music by himself but when he was with dj mm. jazzy jeff ooh, yeah mm. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you both. I'll give you both of them if you choose okay, the, well, music. Then I'm take take the music. the <laughs> music. Yeah, so, Poche, we were talking about how this generation, this new generation, doesn't have the sort of same respect for LeBron James mm. than his generation, you mm. know, players. And we're just referencing kind of the Memphis Grizzlies uh, situation where I don't know if you saw that uh, John Moran and um, – you know, Jaron Jackson mm-hmm. and all those guys were chirping a little bit at LeBron, mm-hmm. you know? So it's just interesting uh, that when you think about it, it's like, why should they, you know, they're kind of next up and their team is in my opinion, better than the Lakers, the Grizzlies are. Um, mm-hmm. And basketball is all about confidence. So, I mean, if you can dethrone the King, then celebrate it, you know, and have yeah. that, you know, yeah, I, th- I think you're definitely right. I like the uh, I love when when people go back and forth, you know, and especially the young guys like, you know, Jaws like going to be one of the up and coming stars for sure. He's, he's a star already, but he's going to be one of the top five guys in the NBA probably in, in a couple of years. 
And I, I love it. I mean, I love just the that state of mind where guys step up and, you know, talk and they don't care what other people think. And uh, yeah, I love it. I think it's great for the game. It gives yeah. some pe- people something to talk about, you know? Right. Exactly. You know, but I mean, going against LeBron in the playoffs is going to be tough. Mm. So, I mean, it's one of those things that like, this is, it's all fun and games. And it's a regular season, <laughs> but we'll see how it pans out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not, you know, again, I think the Lakers are right now. I don't think they are a contender, but, same trade trade deadlines coming up buyout market is out there ad gets healthy lebron in the playoffs ad in the playoffs it, it's a totally different story i don't think that roster is going to look the same at all right now I don't know. as it does in we'll the future. see we'll see that's the big thank thing. you i appreciate you i appreciate you. <laughs> i don't know i'm cooking up a trade talk that uh i've been saying the lakers yeah. is built the lakers are built for the playoffs they're not built for the regular season they're not built for the regular season. they're built bro the i get it they're old you don't have to like say it in a you know <laughs> different way. They're built for the playoffs means that they're old. I get okay. it. Okay, and yeah, I, I just think that uh, we'll see. I mean, I, I don't. I, I think that healthy AD, like I don't think he's gonna be healthy all season. I think he's gonna come back and he's gonna be like eighty percent, seventy five percent. You right. know, like he's been, and AD at that seventy five percent is not good he's shooting like 20 percent from three right now it's it's ugh, it's gross uh because you need him down there to you know bang bodies and just you know get big and when he's kind of tiptoeing and staying around the three-point line uh he's not as effective you know then you have russell westbrook that turns ball over you know seven eight times a game um that's not great in the playoffs so i don't see it um but i respect lebron james Who's who knows well that's good <laughs> he, yeah. he feel he feels much better now that you respect him, Josh. I know. I, I know. So wherever he is right now, he's feeling good about himself. You heard that? He's you get good. it, though. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. I mean, like I respect his ability to turn a yeah. whole team around himself. I mean, he's That's got true. some ugly ass teams. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. kudos to him. I, I get it. LeBron James effect. I'm never gonna bet against LeBron James. Mm. So you had a question for Foche about I think the one particular player, mm. Josh. Um, oh yeah. So Dugan. Who's a mutual friend of ours? Why would you put uh, him on Why are you hiding behind Dugan with the question? Go ahead. So he wanted to ask, how is Jared Vanderbilt? How is how has he panned out this year? Is he a natural starter on most teams? And do you see a future with this man? Yes. So Dugan hates Jared Vanderbilt. Uh, we got him from the Nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> in the trade and he didn't play on the nuggets and when he did play he was bad so on our team with cat delo and those three guys he's a good hustle energy defensive guy mm-hmm. uh almost had a, i mean it's against the rockets but almost had a 2020 a couple nights ago so i think the big thing for us is he can guard he hustles he gets those cheap steals where a, a guy grabs a defensive rebound and he turns around and just steals the ball because the guy wasn't paying attention or threw a lazy pass. Mm. Um, he is very similar. Doesn't shoot, can't shoot threes. They've been trying to get him to expand his range, but when he does shoot, it's it's not pretty. Um, so he is just a, a roller, uh, off the catch guy. Mm. And I think you know that that's the one thing you know if if we're looking at if the Timberwolves are going to make a trade, which I don't know how they do with with what they have. D'Lo. Well, that's the thing, but. That that nobody wants that contract. That's the problem. Um, what, what's he getting paid right now? Like thirty something? 
Yeah, he's he, well. He was a max guy when he first got the deal. He was a max guy because Sheesh. Minnesota. Sheesh. We don't get we don't That's get free agents, so it's like we got this guy. We have to offer him the max because nobody else is coming. And he's been yeah. fine. He's yeah. he's been good for us. He's That's a good point guard. Has he been fine? He's been D-Lo. D-Lo. So do you do you see a future with D-Lo? Uh, anybody? Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I, th- I think he's he's like if he's our third option, he's fine. Behind Cat needs to be number one, Ants number two, and then Delos three. And in Minnesota, we're we're just we're not going to get free agents. So when we make those trades, when we have those guys, we just have to give them the money they want, or they're going to walk and get it somewhere else, and we're going to be back to where we were. We've just never had. We don't have the pull. We're a small market. We've never been good enough to get those type of big name guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think uh, the starting lineup that we have right now, it, it's it's interesting because with covid or we got killed with covid uh all three of the big guys were out pat bev was out mm. vanderbilt was out I mean, we were like jake layman was playing big minutes for us in some games because covid was so bad <laughs> but the, the minutes that our team has played the starting five with mm. pat bev delo uh ant towns and vanderbilt is the it's and like i said it's not a ton of minutes it's like 150 minutes i think but they are the number one starting five in the nba by a large margin so if that team can stay healthy, it's very interesting. Um, if you look up on NBA, our net rating with that five, as I said, a whole, only 150 minutes, our net rating is a plus 50 and a half. Wow. So, so with, with that starting, starting five, wow. stays healthy. So, okay, repeat that again. So Anthony Edwards. Pat D-Lo. Bev, D'Lo, Cat, Vanderbilt, and Edwards. You got Pat Bev in there. Wait. Actually, you know, Pat Bev is... Where did you... Wait, wait, did you say they're the best starting five? Yeah. That's starting five in the NBA, or like, what do you mean? In the, in the G League, or like, <laughs> in the NBA? oh man, <laughs> like, no, in the NBA. If you go to what, the NBA, what what system is what is perpetuating this lie? This is Damn. not how the NBA NBA.com go to the advanced oh. advanced metrics, look at oh, the offensive my. rating, defensive rating. Our offensive rating with that squad is 136.9, defensive rating is 86.4. Like I said, they have not played like play defense, though. they have not played like 300 minutes. Or anything, so it's it'll be interesting to see okay. now that everybody's back, now that everybody's healthy from COVID, we should be good to go. We'll see. Okay. But I mean, I like the confidence. I mean, I think those, is great. Yeah, and the th- you said Delo, he's not a great defensive player, but this year he has definitely he's tried a lot more on defense than he ever has. He puts the effort in. He's still not great. Still gets blown by a lot. But that's why you have Pat Bev out there. That's why you have Vando Tried. out there. Yeah, so those are. three guys are at least trying. Pat Bev. Yeah, I, I mean, Pat Bev's a dog. I mean, that's the old guy. Yeah. Yeah, you guys should share, like, you guys are like Eskimo twins or something like that. What's that called? You know? So, whatever yeah. you all uh, share, you know, a player. Yeah, Pat Bev is one of those guys that I absolutely – you hate him when he's on your team, and I was, like, not happy when we got him. But then mm-hmm. just the difference that this team has with Pat Bev and with a real coach, with Finch now – the confidence mm. on the team is so much different. Like all this stuff with Cat, like just out off the court, talking shit, doing his thing. Like he never did that when he didn't. Ha- I think Pat Bev has changed the culture of the Timberwolves this year, at least. Oh, but for for sure, everywhere so, he goes, everywhere yeah. he goes, he changes the culture. That's and the then thing. Anthony Edwards is is one of them guys still like I'm the shit type of dude. So yeah, ah yeah for sure. Cat, yeah, Cat, I, I do agree. The cat has changed his whole personality, and also dating Jordan Woods. So he think he's really <laughs> nice now. He got a fly girl on his side. He really feeling himself. Yeah. So I'd be like, he when he was saying on Adam, Adam Ross's show or whatever <laughs> was just, I'm like, bro, wow. you're making. I don't. You're. I get it. You have a you 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 got a teammates that back you. You got a and you got a beautiful girlfriend. Yeah, but you're still in my eyes the same lame cat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
Why he lame? I feel I like just everyone's he's just a like he's just a he's just a he's just a I don't know nothing special. Just nothing just special. Wow, wow, that's wild. I think Cat is one of the best centers. Top, I'd say top four in the NBA. Healthy. When I see the Timberwolves, I see KG. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, he's all time he, great. He's all time great. Do I yeah. think Cat is even on that like lane to get him in that stratosphere? Wow. Nowhere no. near. And that's no, why I, I say he's normal. Yeah, I mean, but you're comparing a Hall of Famer. Yeah, like one of the greatest players player. of all time. Like a top 25 player, probably KG. Like a top 25 guy. Yeah. All so, time. And Cat so, is. So it's, it's like, it's like I mean, nobody's going to get there. The Rosen is, is like incomparable with Michael Jordan. Like, of course. Of course he is. You know. <laughs> best, you, know. <laughs> you know, you can't just compare like a notorious franchise player like KG against, you know, Carl Anthony Towns, who's just. You want Carthy Towns on the Sun, so you love him as much as as afar. You know, what your love is like very, very. You're not, you're not oh, like yeah. on the cool side of this. You, I'm, you still, yeah, I'm still, uh, yeah. Foche always uh, gets upset with me whenever I bring it up, and it's funny. But I am, I'm a big uh, cat fan on the on the Suns. Uh, you know, I think that trade would work. Will it happen? <laughs> Probably not. Never. But. It's not happening. We'll see. I mean, I, I just think that Devin Booker and him are like best friends, and it just makes a lot of sense. And we'll give you DeAndre Ayton. I mean, I feel like you wouldn't hate DeAndre Ayton. He's a good ass player. Okay, though. So, so nowhere close. Do you think so? Yeah. You guys are still building be around Cat. Are y'all still? Is, is he the? He's the vocal. He's the centerpiece. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I would say Cat is the is the centerpiece, and the Dila or Ant is the number two. And I th- okay. I still think Ant is going to be. Ant is still so young, and Cat's still young too. But I would say Ant's trajectory and projection is probably a better, is definitely a better overall player than Cat. I think Ant will be a top fifteen guy, like an all NBA guy perennially in a few in a few years. I think he's going to be amazing. Yeah, See, that's what I'm talking dude. about. That's what I'm saying. I'm not talking about. I just that's what I'm saying. Okay, I don't. Let's go back. I don't want to be disrespectful. Cat <laughs> is good. Okay, Cat <laughs> yeah, is a really good basketball player. Bro. Do I think? I, do I think he's peaked? Yes. You think Cat peaked? Yep. Yeah, what is peak? Yeah, like, he's like, young, bro. Like 26 and, and 12? Like, is that peak? Like, that's still like a top, that's still a top three, top four center in the league. How old is he? All NBA, 25, 26. You guys said this man peaked at age 26. And I think the thing is now, like, we finally like, wow. have, he, he, he's never, he's never had like, He's always been the number one guy. Like even when Wiggins was there, Wiggins has never been the guy. Everybody wow. talks about how great he is in Golden State, and he's fine. He's not an all star. He's, he's not a good fourth option. guy. He's he's a he's a decent player, but Cat yeah, has never had anybody around him. Like Rubio was there. Guy can't score, can't shoot. He's fine, mm. but he's never had anybody else around him. Now Jimmy that he's Butler. finally, yeah, Jimmy was there too, but that was just a whole. That that was just a a big difference of opinion culture wise. Mm-hmm. Like just it just n- did not match. Um, which is fine. And it, it is what it is. Okay. Yeah, and it, you know, Tibbs was there, and those two guys just didn't. Those cultures that just did not that's, work. But and that's probably my 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 problem. I'm a Jimmy Butler type of guy, mm. basketball wise. Like I'm that type of like aggressive. I like to you know stir it up, get people going, and yeah. the people, the players I used to play with in high school and after that were like Cat were a little a little salt. 
know what I'm saying? Always got perturbed for being too <laughs> aggressive. Why are you so? Why are you taking it so seriously? Mm. Why are you going for every rebound? What's only up? one. Why, only one shot at a time. We don't play one on one like that. That's not how we play. We wow, only he's, he's passive aggressively talking shit to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you funny. You funny. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, he's yeah. up on me right now in our one on one battles. But I'm going I'm to LA mad. and I'm gonna whoop your ass and uh, ain't gonna be he's, ass. Really, he's really mad now. I can see it. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm I'm come. I'm gonna come with the. I'm gonna come with a shake. I've been doing a lot of uh, push-ups. So I'm gonna come with it. Upper body, huh? Yeah, all body. upper body, all chest, <laughs> no legs, bro. So, do you guys? So, after this season, you make the playoffs, and we and you see the projection of the Timberwolves. Are you are you trying to do you for one? Are you making any trades before the trade deadline? And the second question I have is: Do you believe? Uh, like, you're going to unload some people at the, after mm. this, at the end of the season. So it's we're, we're in an interesting position because we have a lot of money tied up in Cat and D'Lo. And I don't know. I would I would trade Malik Beasley, but I don't know who's wanting him. Like, he's been he has not been good this year. He had a good game tonight um, and he, he started to look OK. But, you know, he's had some off the court issues. He's not. Yeah. His contract is pretty is pretty team friendly. Like he's not making a bunch of money for what he does. If you just need a guy that's gonna come off the bench and shoot, that's fine. But I think if we were to trade somebody, I would look at him. Um, but like I said, I don't know what we're getting. Uh, I think the big thing we need to do is just is just bench depth. Like we have a lot of guys on the bench who, hmm. like Nas Reed, is, is a decent backup center. We don't have anybody off the bench that's coming in and scoring. Like well, Jalen Noel, Torian Prince, is he doing anything? He, He's he's hit or miss. Like some games he plays, and some games he's like a DNP coach's decision. He just doesn't come off the bench. So that was a guy that I I was kind of excited about when they made the trade for Rubio because I was yeah. like Rubio doesn't need to be here because we have you know we got these other guys and Prince off the bench so just a three and D type guy. But I don't know what the deal is. He plays like every other game. It seems like just doesn't get enough run. So he's been good lately. He's he's he started to play a little bit more. But um, yeah, I think Jalen Noel is a guy to keep an eye out for. He's young. Um, he, he's good, but we have a lot of like really young guys. Like Jaden McDaniels is super young, super skinny. Um, and just, I, he just Kogi. hasn't matured. Like he's yeah. Kogi can't do anything offensively. He's just a defensive guy. Again, doesn't play unless depending on the game. Um, so if we were going to do something, you know, I know in off season we were linked to the Ben Simmons stuff, but I, that's not going to happen because, uh, Maury's going to want cat or, uh, Cat or Ant, like he's not going to take anybody else besides those yeah, two guys, and that's Maury's, that ain't happening. Maury, yeah, that dude's D-Lo. a clown. He's no, I, I don't think I, he would even take D'Lo. Maybe I don't I mean, know. He's I don't know what he's doing, but that's yeah, <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. Hold him. He add now we adding Tobias Harris yeah. to the whole conversation. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's, he's, he's a bad GM. Million dollars, like what? Who's who? Who can do that? But anyway, yeah. go back. I'm sorry. Yeah, he just he just want, he wants to win the trade instead of like looking at it like I'm going, yeah. and I don't really care what the other team's getting. Um, because yeah, he's got a point to prove because what he was doing for the Rockets ended up blowing yeah. it uh, blowing up in his face, you know. Yeah, so. I, you know, I think we can if if we do make a trade, I don't think I don't think it's gonna be anything big. I think it's gonna be like a fringe thing. Um, get somebody off the bench that can score maybe. Um, yeah. off season, I think it's just you know, I think Cat still has. I think it's just everybody maturing and and growing. Um, that trade for not get ha- not having our pick last year really sucked. That really hurt. Um, when it went to the Warriors and they got Kaminga, that was just a, a total mm. bummer. Um, because we definitely could have used that to have another young guy for the P, for the group for the core. But 
Um, you know, I Who think was included keep... in that trade. What happened? How did they? How did... That was the D'Lo deal. We traded Wiggins and the top seven protected pick for uh, for D'Lo. That's wild. Yeah, that was that was our GM that got fired this year. So that uh, didn't that didn't work what? out. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Get, oh my gosh. Yeah. But I don't. I'd rather, I'm, I might rather have D'Lo than. Uh, that's that small market that just that's the only that I it's sometimes being in a small market handcuffs you to do mm, bad yep. deals. It's that MPJ yeah. deal with Denver. I think that mm. deal is terrible, but everybody's betting on his future. But I don't think a bigger city makes that type yeah. of deal like a, a Lakers or anything it doesn't make that type of deal with MPJ or Chicago if they yeah. weren't their big city. But because Denver's yeah. Denver, you're just trying to keep somebody that might could be a lightning in a bottle later, you pay them that. And I just yeah. Yeah, no, you're, so you're definitely right. right. Here's something interesting is that before you jumped on, Charles was talking about how each team currently sits. If they were to meet you in the play-in, that they beat you. Okay. The Clippers currently would beat the Timberwolves. Currently without PG or Kawhi. Yeah. I, I I have to strongly disagree with that one. <laughs> wow, I'm Charles. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of uh, agree with Foshe here. <laughs> yeah, I, I look at here. After I said it, and <laughs> I'm gonna say, as a Cooper fan, I think we can beat you. As a logical basketball fan, the last games I've been watching, I've watched almost. The funny thing is, I've watched all the games we played, y'all. We're hmm. always getting blown out. Yeah. And the game we beat, y'all, we were up. We were down by 20 and <laughs> yeah. came mm-hmm. back, which mm-hmm. was. The, we do that twice a year. Every, <laughs> twice a year. We down by 20, we come back. NBA games, I feel like every team does that twice a year in NBA. They're down by 20, and they come back and win, and it's a big deal. And then the next game, they get demolished. So, like, we came back on y'all 20, and then we lost to, like, the next game by 20 anyway. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Other than that game, we'll be 0-3 against y'all. So are yeah. you retracting your statement? I am not going to retract my statement. I really, honestly, still believe we can beat everybody wow. in the lower end. It's one game, one so, game. Okay. I think, and the reason being, I think we beat uh, the Timberwolves in one game is all because of Ty Lue. <laughs> mm. I just think our coach is better. Yeah, I think your your coach is better, but I think Finch is is a really good coach too. Like I think you know that, that's the big thing is that we finally have a real coach. Like we had. You know, it was it was terrible what happened to you know Flip Saunders when he passed away. So they, mm-hmm. you know, he was and they they gave the coach to his you know the, the position to his son, and he was fine for a while. But he it was I mean it was brutal watching games with, with him because there was no there was nothing like no offensive mm-hmm. sets nothing. And now Finch is there. We have a we actually play defense. We've switched the the drop coverage on the pick and the pick and pop and the pick and roll. We actually cover a, a pick, and there's actually defense like offensive plays being run. So, um. I think it's a a much better team this year, and it started to click recently. I know the teams that we played were, were the past week have been not great, but mm. you know you, you beat the teams that are in front of you, and yeah, and this year in the West, especially, I think it's pretty open, and we should easily be in the play-in. Pretty but, open. Well, for like outside of like the top like two, I guess the top four because the Grizzlies have really separated themselves. But like four, like five through ten is pr- mm. is pretty wide open. I think we were only like two games out of the five seed. Yeah, behind fair. Dallas. Oh, Here's yeah, my yeah, question. Here's yeah. my question, Foshe. Who do you want? Who do you want to see the, in the, the playoffs? Have first twenty round. wins. I mean, I don't yeah, we have twenty. Yeah. Uh, yeah who do I want to see in the plan? Uh, let me pull up. No, 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 not, not the plan. Not the plan. Not the plan. I want to say, Just, who do you want to see? 
The first round playoffs. So you make the plan. I mean, if he, I mean, oh, so you are you just trying to see if he's going to say the Suns? I'm just trying to see. Is like, who do you because hear more? The Warriors, the Suns, and the Jazz. If he if he's in sixth place, then he won't see y'all. But but if that's he's seven and eighth, then he goes out of the, see y'all out of the top four. Who so am I ranking see? the top four? I'm ranking Suns, Warriors, Jazz, Grizzlies. Yes. Yeah, I mean, pretty much, unless you agree that the that that it's gonna be different and someone else is gonna climb. No, I mean, probably that's that's probably the top four. I mean, like the, the Mavericks yeah. are five and a half out of the four seed already. Ain't so no about the Mavericks. Uh, I mean, uh, who do we stand a chance? I mean, I don't think we we could maybe beat. I don't know. The Grizzlies probably it probably goes Grizzlies, Jazz, Suns, and then Warriors. I think I don't want to face the Warriors now that they're healthy. To be I think they're definitely gonna be the number one. And the Suns, I think it'll be close though. Mm-hmm. Um they are dangerous. This the Warriors and Suns, I definitely don't want to see. Jazz, I, I in the playoffs, you know, I, they have that whole, you know, the whole playoff stigma around them, but you know, <laughs> they're still the Jazz. I I still think they're good. Yeah. I still think Mitchell's a beast. Uh, you know, they still have Go Bear down low. Um, but we can pull him out with Cat. And the Grizzlies, you know, obviously like Jaws, like wait, we talked about. Oh, please. So you, wait, wait. So you please, think uh, please, Gobert, Cat? You. you think Cat? Thank you. Oh, my gosh. All right. Thank you. Please. Over Gobert. Oh, thank you. So. Thank you. I think the Jazz. I'm just once again, the Jazz are not a playoff team. They are like they're no, not. They're a great regular season team. Playoffs, they can be exposed easily. Yeah, I Seven get it. games, it's... a team gets to prep for one team. The yeah, Jazz. That's, that's the difference. That's the difference. And I think that's yeah. the big thing is is Gobert is like an incredible defensive player, but if you play like a mobile center or if you don't play a center and just he has to guard somebody outside of a center that can just, you can't just stand. That's not like college where you can just stand on the, on the basket and, yeah. and block shots. So I, th- I think I think the Jazz are still really good. And I think they will, depending on this year, especially, you know, I still think it, it, I mean, I, I, th- I think that top four is so far ahead than anybody else that. Yeah. The Jazz, you know, it depends who they match up with, but they could easily be, you know, if they if they match up with the Grizzlies, I can see them beating the Grizzlies, like and to go to the Western Conference Finals or something, or to be, to go to the second round. It just depends how everything falls, but I, you know, I could see it, it to be. I would like to see. I'm trying because the Suns and Jazz are, are fairly similar. Like if you look at it, like Aiton doesn't shoot threes, Gobert doesn't shoot threes. Mm. Mitchell match for them. Mitchell and, uh. Booker, like, pretty similar, right? Like, I would say, mm. I would say, I would maybe give it to Booker just because he has the he got the experience last year of going that far, but very similar. Conley and CP. Mm-hmm. Conley's probably a, Conley's probably a, Conley's a better scorer, but CP is a better point guard. What? Don't and ever then, say that Conley <laughs> is a better scorer than CP three. CP three can score on demand. Wild. Yeah, he can. How dare you? After those first, you two, retract. <laughs> I Move agree. On, with first two. Move on. The, the the Jazz ain't got nobody for CP. Yeah. And no. the rest the rest of the lineup, I, or the rest of the roster, I think you got to go with with the Suns. You know, you have Johnson, yeah. And, or yeah, Cam Johnson and Bridges and all those guys. Like yeah. their role players are much better. So I, I would still take the Suns, but I think it would be fairly close. Like if, if they ended and up matching you, up. And I, then I'm just another thing I haven't talked about the Jazz. If you get into that game six and seven with the Jazz, and what's his name, the coach. Mm. People don't know, but Quinn, he on yeah. a hot seat, man. Or the Snyder or Snyder yeah, is yeah, on a Snyder, hot yeah. seat. Yeah, from yeah. Missouri, he's yeah. on a hot seat. Two years in a row, you were number one seed and you didn't win nothing. Third mm. year, you're in the mm. third seat and you get knocked out in the first or second round. Come on, man. We've seen yeah. coaches leave. We've seen coaches yeah. get fired for lesser. 
it's time to cut, to cut bait after that, you know. Yeah, if he don't, he he that his that next that tie now he ain't wearing <laughs> no ties no more. But they get they're not they're not beating teams in first five games, and they're going to yeah. six and seven, like a Suns game or or mm-hmm. anybody that has like a Memphis. I I, I think they choke, and I, yeah. and I think he's gone. Yeah, but here's that, my question: Jazz and uh, Gobert and Cat. How do you think they compare? Uh, a cat is a much better offensive player, and Rudy's obviously a much better defensive player. But I would take mm-hmm. the offensive player over the defensive player. When you get to the playoffs, I think it. it I would take Cat over over Rudy because Cat mm-hmm. brings so much more. Even if he's not a great defensive player, he puts in. He's put in the effort a lot more. He's blocking more shots this year. Um, like I, said, I think Finch has just been a, a revelation for this team and Pat Bev too. Like they said in the offseason, they literally didn't do any offensive plays on in practice. They literally just practiced defense all year. That's why if you look at their first couple of games, like the offense was so bad, but hmm. I think, uh, I think I would take cat. Like I, it's close, but I think in today's NBA, like you need a big that can shoot. You need a big that can pull guys out. And I think I would go with cat. Why is cat portrayed as bad, uh, bad defense? Is it, I mean, do you think it's fair? Judgment? Yeah, slow feet. Yeah, on Yeah, it definitely was. His lateral movement isn't isn't good on on defense. He can play defense. He's like one. Like I said, it's in, like he said today's NBA. It's good to be really good at something and I at something else. Like Rudy Gobert for the playoffs, that's the perfect formula. Yeah, Rudy Gobert. My problem with him is he's really good at defense, but on offense. He's not great, but then on defense, he can get exposed because he's only really good on defense in a certain area. Right. You know what I'm saying? And Cat, he can play defense everywhere, but he's mediocre playing defense everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. And that's that's okay in the playoffs when you are averaging, like he said, 26 and 12. Right. You know what I'm saying? Do you think he's softer? Do you think he's just like, uh, you know, not trying to wear himself out for whenever he has to go on the offensive side? So I think the big thing with Cat when he first came out was he wanted to block every single shot. Mm. So he would go for pump fakes. He would try to block everything. He would make just stupid. He still does it. I mean, he still gets these, and it's all—it's mostly on offense now. He still gets these terrible, stupid offensive fouls where he hooks guys or just barrels mm. into the lane. Um, yeah. But no, I—I I, I think a lot of people think he's say he's soft, and I think he comes off as, you know, in a lot of stuff this year, you kind of you kind of look at him and you're like. Is this real, or are you like you're just kind of being like corny? And I, I think some of it is like he, he's corny. He's like he's kind of like he, he's kind of comes across as just like like a like a cornball. Like he's just I don't really know how else to explain it. Like he he tries to talk this big game, but everybody's kind of like yeah. But you've gotten rolled like every year you've been in the league, and mm. I think that's fair. I think some of that is fair, but I think some of it is also like look at the teams that he's played with. Like it's been miserable. So I, and, I, yeah. and I I agree. I think Cat is a. Is, do you think Cat? So you feel like? Do you think Cat's a true power forward? Like he needs to play. Like he doesn't need to play. I feel like he's like one of those like AD world. Like when they make him play center, mm. he doesn't enjoy it. He doesn't like doing all the center duties. That's a big power saying. forward. Yeah, so that's the thing. I mean, I, I, when they play, there are there are times when they run. Nas Reed and Cat together, and it's like it, it is just absurd seeing those two guys on the same court. But they can both hit threes. Uh, Nas is a little, you know, Nas is big, but he's kind of slow. So that's where I think Vanderbilt comes in is that he can, he's just an energy guy, can play defense, can keep up with people pretty well on, on the, and I think he's more of, he doesn't really guard centers, but I think he's more of like that energy defense, mm-hmm. grab rebounds. Cat can, you know, come Dude, down the court, stop, pick, pop the three, pick and pop on a three, roll to the basket. 
um, all that kind of stuff. So I think they have a good nucleus. It's just they got to build out that bench a little bit more to get more. They need more. They need more punch off the bench. Like they have guys, mm. but they just need they need more. What about like an Eric Gordon or something like that. I mean, you guys have the yeah. cap space for someone like that, or yeah. I mean, I think I think that's the kind of guy we need. Like I think Malik Beasley last year was that guy, but then mm. you know, obviously this year when he was uh, in the offseason, he was you know had his offseason troubles and was in prison and all that stuff and uh, locked at home for for all that stuff he went through, which was not oh, great. Yeah. So he came Sorry. back Sorry. and was bad, like really bad. And then he started to look better recently, but he's just a guy like he, I would say like Eric Gordon gives you a little bit more. He can handle the ball. He can shoot. He can get to the rim. Like Beasley is strictly like a guy that just shoots threes. Doesn't get to the rim. Doesn't shoot free throws. Doesn't have great handle. So he's just a guy that you run, you know, run a horns action for. And he comes out and, and pops a three. And that's about it. Um, so I would love to see somebody more that, you know, I think, and I think Jalen Noel is that guy. Like he's super young and he's finally getting some run, but he can handle the ball. He can get to the rim. He can also shoot. He's he's pretty much Malik Beasley, but on a better contract and younger. So I think he needs to get more run, and they, they should look to trade Beasley. But I, again, I don't know what you're getting out of that. How much definitely is cannot pay right now? Uh, I'd have to pull it up. I don't think he's making a a ton. Um, it's a you know a, a ton compared to today's standards. Mm-hmm. But they signed him to a. The contract in the offseason. So they signed him in the average salary is 15 million. So not terrible. It's actually, it's, you know, it's fairly good for like a, a guy that just shoots threes. Um, yeah. They signed him. So this year is the second year. So this year is making 14.3. Next year is making 15.4. And the year after that, he, it's a That's club a option. Money. A club option for 16.5. I mean, it's a ton, but when you look at today's That's NBA, like, you know, max contracts guys are making 40 and 50. So I did not know he's getting paid that much. That's like, yeah, yeah, he signed a four-year, sixty million dollar deal, a couple like last last year. So, sheesh. Yeah, not I bad. Right? He's getting paid like five or like four. I didn't. Know Nobody's getting like paid four and five years anymore. Nobody's getting Jeez. four and five anymore. That's but all right, um, folks, okay. appreciate you being on, brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to plug the? Uh, uh, was it going off topic? Going off yeah. Topic. When does that come out? Every. Yeah, so it's usually uh, usually every week. Um, we don't, you know, we we had a set schedule, but we're kind of just rolling with the flow. Whatever we come out with, uh, we're gonna be recording one tomorrow. So something will be come out later this week or early next week. Uh, but yeah, going off topic pod with with Kyle Foshe. You can find it anywhere you get your podcast. You can also check out uh, anything recruitable network dot com. That's where everything, the whole network, all their stuff is, and you can get everything there. But I appreciate you guys having me on. This was a blast. If you ever need somebody else to fill in, uh, you know, if, if Josh ever. Gets gets too upset from the Suns losing or something. You need a co-host. Let me know. I'm always happy to come on and talk any anything NBA or, or Wolves related. So I appreciate. Yeah, we'll guys. make it a regular thing, dude. All right, it was fun. You know, it's always good getting uh, you know, the unique perspective of a super fan for another team. You know, I think we all uh, share something between us, like you know, Dugan, my friend Ethan, you, yeah. you know, Charles. We all have a team that's you know been through some growing pains. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. you know we. But we do know an in-depth kind of analysis on, um, you know, what's going on. So I appreciate your takes on all of this. And I do enjoy watching the Timberwolves. I think they're a super fun team. Uh, and I think you guys are up and coming. You know, it's just about uh, retaining your stars. And, you know, hopefully Anthony Edwards blossoms into like, dude, he's so fucking good. Yeah. I'm excited for him, dude. Yeah. Well, yeah, thanks, fellas. And I will uh, I'll catch up with you guys later. All right. Thank all right, bro. I'm talk to you. Peace.